This is the Dallas Morning News. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Dallas Morning News. It's Friday, May 26th. Today's forecast calls for mostly sunny skies with a high near 88 and a low near 67. Here are today's headlines. The founder of the Oath Keepers extremist group was sentenced Thursday to 18 years in prison for orchestrating a weeks-long plot that culminated in his followers attacking the U.S. Capitol in a bid to keep President Joe Biden out of the White House after the 2020 election. Stuart Rhodes is the first person charged in the January 6, 2021 attack to be sentenced for seditious conspiracy, and his sentence is the longest that has been handed down so far in the hundreds of Capitol riot cases. It's another landmark in the Justice Department's sweeping January 6th investigation, which has led to convictions against the top leaders of two far-right extremist groups that authorities say came to Washington prepared to fight to keep President Donald Trump in power at all costs. Prosecutors had urged the judge in Washington's federal court to put Rhodes behind bars for 25 years, saying he remains a threat to American democracy. In remarks before the judge handed down his sentence, Rhodes called himself a political prisoner and said his only crime is opposing those who are destroying the country. Meanwhile, in an historic move that portends the ouster of one of the most powerful Republicans in the state, a House ethics panel on Thursday recommended the impeachment of Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton. The move comes after House investigators, who conducted a months-long ethics probe into Paxton, alleged he abused his office and broke the law to help a campaign donor. An impeachment vote of the full House could come as soon as this weekend and would force GOP lawmakers to decide whether to eject one of the state's most prominent Republicans. If a majority of House members agree to impeach, the Senate would hold a trial on whether to remove him from office. Paxton, 60 years old, already is gearing up for a blowout fight. An agency attorney stormed into the committee room on Thursday, demanding to be heard as a witness and calling the impeachment proceedings illegal. Up next, the parents of a 17-year-old who was shot and killed at a downtown Dallas 7-Eleven are suing the store and the retail chain, saying it did not provide adequate security and exposed their son to an unreasonable risk of harm. The lawsuit was filed Monday in Dallas County District Court by Tara Jeff and Omari Frazier and on behalf of their son, Omari and Frazier, who was fatally shot April 5th in a shooting that also wounded another teen. According to the lawsuit, Omari and Frazier was inside the 7-Eleven purchasing a soda before he was shot. Authorities arrested 24-year-old Donald Moore Jr. of Dallas on a murder charge in connection with the shooting. According to the lawsuit, 7-Eleven had a duty to make the store premises reasonably safe, and they breached that by failing to eliminate or mitigate a dangerous condition. It added it failed to provide adequate warning of the danger to Omari and Frazier. In other news, Governor Greg Abbott on Tuesday signed a resolution that grants a statewide designation for Dallas-Koreatown for 10 years. 
The resolution passed unanimously in both chambers earlier this month. City Council member Omar Narvaez and representatives from the Korean American community in January held an unveiling ceremony for street signs at the corner of Harry Hines Boulevard and Royal Lane that read in Korean and English. Park said the Korean chamber is creating sign toppers for the area. Koreatown started growing in the 1980s in northwest Dallas as Korean wholesale business owners moved into the area, with the area seeing an influx of Korean-owned stores and restaurants in the 1990s and 2000s. Despite a final push from state officials, Fairfield Lake State Park's land won't be sold to Texas and will be turned into a luxury neighborhood like previously planned. The Texas Parks and Wildlife Commission voted unanimously Thursday to allow the Texas Parks and Wildlife Department's executive director to take all necessary steps to buy roughly 5,000 acres of land in Freestone County that includes the park, according to a TPWD statement. While no deal has been reached as of Thursday afternoon, the commission's action allows the director to sign an agreement at any time rather than having to bring it to a commission meeting for approval. Texans have watched a months-long saga unfold as failed negotiations led to Fairfield Lake closing in February and later partially reopen as a Dallas-based development firm Todd Interests, which has had the land under contract for more than a year, released its plans to turn the property into a luxury-gated community with multi-million dollar homes and a golf course. Developer Sean Todd told the Dallas Morning News that Todd Interests will be moving forward with its plans and closing on its contract with Vistra to purchase the land. And the Dallas Stars avoided the sweep in the NHL Western Conference Finals last night, with Joe Pavelski scoring the game-winner in overtime to give the Stars the 3-2 win at American Airlines Center. It was Pavelski's 73rd career playoff goal, which now leads all active NHL players. The series now shifts back to Vegas for Game 6 Saturday night, with the Stars trailing 3-1. Thanks for listening. For more on today's stories and for the latest breaking news, visit dallasnews.com. Enjoy your day. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.